gonna you be, laughing at? I'm going to be posting Malone today. <laughs> Roasting Malone. <laughs> Welcome our new friend, Roast Malone, <laughs> into the up, studio. Guys? Uh, the roast master here. What do we, how do we even it, think of that? I don't know. We have these, so we have this like gap time between our um, our intro and like it's kind of like dead space to get us talking, right? The most fried <laughs> shit comes out of that space. I'll tell you what. You think the, the stuff we say on here is fried? Yeah. The stuff before the episode is just <laughs> really fried. One day I'll summon the courage and just post it. Oh my god! <laughs> because yeah. the stuff we say is just so stupid. Um. But yeah, Roast Malone. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were going to make fun of him. Oh, yeah, that's why. I was doing this the whole time. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't, dude. <laughs> He's like, wait. She told me that I'm not enough. <laughs> that's actually yeah. pretty damn good. Is that's it? actually pretty damn good. You wow, hit it for I... like a, a split second. Wow. Okay. Well, I didn't really hit it because I didn't do this, which hurts, by the way. I'm just jerking my throat. Yeah. Trying to be the Roast Malone. Mm, the Roast Malone. Roast Malone. He had a, he had a pretty good album, um, Hollywood's Bleeding. I didn't really like that album. You didn't like it? No. I liked it because I come from a background of more rock genre. Yeah. So he infused a lot of it. Let me see. Let me see that album real quick. Yeah. I'm going to do some Spotify searching. Do some Spotify searching. But I'll tell you from now, it's it's a great, great album. I honestly. know Travis is in one of those songs. And to me, like what, I know what makes a good album to me. It's when you don't really need to skip a song. Hmm. Like they're all generally pretty good. Yeah, like I don't have a single one liked here. I see. Even the one with Travis, he, he didn't feature that yeah. that often. It was It's Post Malone, Ozzy Osbourne, and Travis Scott. Yeah. Like the oddest trio of any mm-hmm. any song you could pick. Well, here's uh, here's how I knew I was getting older. I saw a picture, and it was a bunch of people commenting in a thread, mm-hmm. and uh, it was about Post Malone's like album, new album back then. But <laughs> people were saying like, like who's this guy with Post Malone, man? Who's the, who's the guy with the goat? And everyone's like, dude, what are you talking? Like like my generation was like, the goat the goat has Post Malone by his side. It's the opposite way around. Ozzy Osbourne is the most OG <laughs> musician, you know? And people just don't even know that. Post Malone's good. He, he fits his off. own role, but yeah. to consider him the GOAT would just be utterly disrespectful to all the other rappers that came before yeah. and after that are way better than him. Yeah. See, I said musician. I did not say rapper. Okay. I would never call Fair him enough. a rapper. Never. Is it, what is he? An R&B singer? pop singer just an artist dude a musician because he's done a lot like he's you know he does beats he does mm-hmm. a lot of guitar work like he's an actual musician yeah finger picking style whatever you want hmm. yeah so i think he's good i think he's pretty good well who do you consider the goat let's just strictly in in terms of rapping in terms of being rapping, a rapper like okay as a genre because there are so many out there well what do you define rap as like what well, what is rap to you like is it nas is it the east and west is it like well, of course it's all YG? Of it's all of it west coast east coast whatever you want just okay. as long as it fits in the genre of rap um i would have to say absolutely 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 based off of sound and like quality and melody and everything travis scott fair enough i you mean, the, I, I mean know, he's not really rap but he's rap 
I know there are a lot of people who would disagree with that just because he's not, his lyrics are good, mm -hmm. but he's not the best lyrically. He's not the best lyrically. His lyrics aren't even good per se. He just knows how to formulate like a good sentence. It's all the little ad libs that it's, he touches Yeah, to. it's ad libs. It's how he says it, mm -hmm. what he decides to extend on, like yeah. things like that. But he's an amazing artist, dude. Well, even from even the past? Even from the past, yeah. I mean, you can tell, like, generally when someone has, like, a specific sound, you can hear, like, the texture of what they're trying to make you listen to. Mm -hmm. Every artist has, like, some sort of texture. Yeah. Hidden in, like, on top of everything. It's, like, the final layer of mm -hmm. what your sound sounds like. Why does it sound like that? That's Travis. People think it's just auto-tune. No. He adds something. There's something there. Mm. But there's just so many. I mean, you have Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is amazing. See, yeah. that's that would be my number one if we were just talking about like straight lyrics. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar. All I day. mean, you have Kendrick, you have Biggie, you have Tupac, mm -hmm. Nas, who yeah. a year ago released um what was the album called? Let me see real quick. Back in town. No, I'm just kidding. So he a year ago he released released King's Disease, number one. Yeah. That was a banger. And then a few months ago, or I think a month ago, he released no, two months ago, he released King's Disease 2, Ooh. which every fucking song is perfect. Absolutely every single one. Not and that's flaw. why I consider it, I think that's going to be the best album for this year. Wow. King's You'll Disease 2. You know, because we, uh, we still got like Megan the Trainer. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Megan the Trainer. Like Megan it's relevant. the Stallion. Yeah, Megan, what is it? Megan the Stallion? I don't know. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> Megan just, Trainer. That's a. <laughs> it's so. Megan the Trainer. <laughs> so fucking just whack. Wow. All of that, all of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Best album of the year, huh? Wham. It's tough to say. I mean, we're coming out of COVID, too. How many months do we have left? It's August. Yeah, we got like, what? We have a few months, months yeah. yeah. Um, King's Four Disease, months. too. I mean, what, okay, let's talk about Donda. Donda. Because okay. we haven't spoken about that. Well, for anyone that doesn't know for some reason, it came out. <laughs> if you finally. live under a rock. Yeah. It finally came out. And we knew already because me and Zaid had already watched the uh, live stream, the first one. Yeah. And it hits. It definitely it's a hits. Different album. A lot of people hate it, though. That's what I hate. A lot of people did not like it. And they're saying their main point of views is there's no bars, dude. There's no rapping in it. What you, some of the best rapping of the fucking year on that album. Yeah. But that's, that's the thing. I think everybody defines rapping differently. Like, yeah. What are you looking for? Like solid bar after bar after bar? Or are you looking for like a good general overall sound with mm -hmm. bars in between, some singing, some backups, mm -hmm. whatever? Here, I think these are the two main gripes that people have with this album is that one, it's religiously motivated. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of talk about Jesus and God. Yeah. Okay, whatever you believe, <clears throat> believe. But that's what Kanye is on right now. And also, I don't think it's his best album production-wise. Because mm -hmm. if you look at, um, what is it, 808 and Heartbeats? Yeah. Is that, is that the name of the album? Yep. Production-wise, it's absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. And some of his other albums are, are on the same level. Or are you talking about Life of Pablo? Life of Pablo? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Life of Pablo. Okay. But um, this album, it's more, it feels more raw. It feels like it was kind of rushed mm -hmm. a little bit. Because there were like some songs that really didn't belong. Like the one television with um, Pop Smoke. Yeah, it didn't really belong in there. But I, I, I get it. I get it. 
So I think it's it's mainly those two things yeah. that people have a gripe with. Yeah, everyone. I can care less about the production quality. I just want to know, like, dude, there's something within his sound, like within his equalization. Mm-hmm. Like he subtracts certain sounds and pushes certain sounds outwards for kilohertz so that our ears grab onto it easier. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. 100%. Because I was stuck on the song Moon. Wow. That album has so many moments. It has. I'm sure you did the same thing. Like I, I went, <laughs> when I listened to the album, I actually went out and listened to it on my own, like through my headphones. Like started taking walks mm-hmm. and I finished it in the course of three days. I didn't really do it in one day, you know, because I'm a busy man. I mean, when I get into a new album that I really like, it's just nonstop for like five, seven days. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to get sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, Moon is a really good one because, dude, Kid Cudi, Kanye, and Don Tolliver. Are you kidding me? That's, that's a hell perfect. of a combination. Yes. When it comes off correctly. Mm-hmm. And that song came off correctly. Everything. Lyrically, sound-wise, production. Like, uh, I remember when you, uh, when you told me about or when we, last episode actually, I went to the beach at night. Ooh. I went to, it was in Huntington, but it was, uh, nobody was there. I love it like that. Mm-hmm. And I was on one of those uh, little guard tower things. Yeah, yeah, I love I that. Was, dude, I was straight dancing for four yes. minutes. In the dark. Yeah, I remember. We've done that before. It's perfect. <laughs> We've done that before. It, guys, if you guys want like a quick tip to clearing your head, in a fun way, of course, you need to connect with your inner child. If you're lucky enough to live by the coast or some sort of beach or lake, go at night. For go sure. at night, take your like best quality sounding headphones and just walk. Mm-hmm. Just walk and you will start dancing on the sand. 100%. Yeah. You will start running around free, just feeling good, you know, feeling it. And whether or not you have work tomorrow, just enjoy it. You'll, you'll be surprised how much you can do in 30 minutes. That will change 40 tomorrow. minutes is all you need. Yeah. And you get all the benefits from It'll it. It'll change tomorrow, for sure. And you sleep, you sleep like a baby after you mm-hmm. go to the beach. Yeah, you released a bunch of chemicals. And yeah. All that good stuff. Very healthy things. Mm. Um, but yeah, where does that leave us? Uh, where do we leave off? We well, we're, ventured off. I think we're covering, so let's cover like good albums of the year so far. Go to albums of the year. How many albums even got released this year? Like, yeah, we'll ha- actually have to search through this. Yeah. Okay. Cause, um, oh, here's an underrated. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to say his name. Sid Acharya. Sid Acharya. Acharya? Yeah. It's, he's not a rapper, but the music he produces is, it puts you mm-hmm. it's in a, such a mood, depending on yeah. like, it's a soundtrack score style. So it's very instrumental, uh, heavy string instruments. Mm. Like, Just very atmospheric. Like uh, I'll play, I'll play like 10 yeah. seconds. That kind yeah, of vibe. That kind of vibe. Like it's very dreamy. It gets you, it puts you in a thematic world for a second. You I like know. to write to his albums. Yeah, same here. I, I like to envision things and, you know, shit going down mm-hmm. all that with mm-hmm. his music. Um, that's another thing, though. You see, I don't, I don't think uh, there's m- much new music um, mm-hmm. 
to talk about because not much has been released, especially by the popular artists. But um, we can always appreciate like movie scores, movie soundtracks. Yes. Those mm -hmm. are highly underrated. Um, I think that's the stuff we should mostly be listening to anyway. But even then, not many new movies have come out. Yeah. So we're in this like... Yeah, that's why. It's like I'm just exploring other areas that I was meaning to explore before mm -hmm. at this stage in my life. Mm -hmm. And I take music seriously. <laughs> Split up the word like that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, speaking of, uh, speaking of movies, I'm looking forward to Dune. Dune. I think it's October 14th. Yeah. That's probably going to be one of the few good movies mm -hmm. to come out this year. Yeah, and that's like when... Uh, it, it also... It's because... Uh, Timothy Chalamet, um, also known as Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet has grown as an actor too. Yeah. So I'm. I, I really can't wait. I'm kind of excited to see like what the role. Like I want to see how he kind of sucked it in and how he portrays it. Yeah, I don't think they'll do the book disservice because um, mm -hmm. originally it was a book, and I got through maybe. A quarter of it. Yeah. It's a super thick book. It's like that big. But uh, I don't think it's going to do. Yeah. It's going to do gonna poorly. Do it doesn't look like it's going to do poorly. No. I mean, they're no. spending a lot of time on it and there's a lot of production. Yeah. Uh, to be handled there. <laughs> we were, I was having a conversation with a, with a friend earlier. Yeah. And we were like, we we're going over movies and how much they, how much they uh, spent to make the movie compared to how much they made on the first box office day. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of movies that they spent like a hundred million dollars mm -hmm. and they made like fucking 10 back. Oh no. And I was telling him like, you must feel like the biggest piece of shit to be involved in that kind of movie. Yeah. But that's only first day box office. Like they usually make it up. Yeah. Um, but I want to see, I'm actually curious to see what Tenet got. You know, what was the tennis budget? Well, that that came out during the pandemic, right? Yeah. Um, it's probably a huge budget. Yeah. So let's see. The budget was two hundred million. Box office, not bad. I think people were that bored. What is it? Three hundred sixty-three point seven million. Shit. I mean, he has his name too, Christopher Nolan. Mm hmm. That's it, not bad at all. You have to keep in mind this was probably before. Was this before lockdowns? No, this was during lockdowns. How were people allowed to go to the theater during lockdown? Because um, remember, like the, the do one. Do you remember in there was a gap time where things were opening up in certain states? Mm hmm. And there was, a, there was a time, literally, where like the theater opened and then the next week they, everything closed back again. <laughs> so was, everyone just piled weird, in. Yeah, it was a weird time. It was a very weird time. Everyone piled in and it was like a one seat on, one seat off, one seat on, one seat off. Mm. So. It's weird, but which doesn't make a difference, by the way. Yeah, I don't know why they implement those stupid Screw rules. Screw that movie! I don't know what he did with that, but <laughs> that I'm a Nolan fan, so it pissed me off because super confusing to me. Yeah, keep it simple, man. Like, have we learned nothing? The more you complicate something, even if you're good, it's going to do terribly, especially with a deteriorating uh, population. You know, mm -hmm. within yeah. the the mind spectrum, of course. Well, I don't know. I think it's one of those movies where you watch over and over again, and then you start to. It makes more sense as you watch it more often. Mm. Possibly. I do need to rewatch it, though, for a second time. I'm just so not looking forward to it. Because <laughs> it's that confusing. Although that Travis Scott and... Um, mm. Who was it? Hans Zimmer? Oh, Hans Zimmer. Yeah, that was... 
Dude, Hans Zimmer, I don't think has ever actually collabed with like a vocalist. He needs to do that. He needs to do that with Kendrick Lamar. He needs to do that with. Oh my god. Yeah. It was. It was so good. So good. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. Oh, Venom Two is coming out. Venom. Venom Two. Oh, the second one. Let it be carnage. Yeah. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. That one looks cool because it has uh, Woody Harrelson. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. he's a good one. That's the guy from Zombieland, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. I think it's the perfect role for him. To play, he's gonna uh, play Carnage. He's gonna play Carnage. Yeah. What the fuck? There's the trailer came out. You can see Carnage too. It's pretty dope. I'll show it to you after. Interesting. Yeah. What else? What else is on our mind? On our mind today, we have. Um. <laughs> Do you want to get into politics? <laughs> no, no, no. What, what the <laughs> fuck was that video you you watched earlier? What video? The oh, cats. oh, the cats. Okay. So there's, I don't know if you, you're aware, but Japan is a region that has a lot of mini islands next to it. And a lot of them are just like basically fishing bases. Yeah. But uh, there's this one particular island called, um, uh, I forget what it's called. Just It's called like Oshkinawa. I forgot. Whatever. But anyway. Yeah, let's just explain the context. Basically, uh, <laughs> it's overpopulated with cats. <laughs> okay, as of right now, there's about 10 cats that are neutered just to control the population. Which the will make no difference whatsoever. But I kid you not. Like, <laughs> the amount of cats on this island versus 22 <laughs> people that live there, by the way. I think it was 22 people, 160 cats. Yeah. Small ass It looks island. overwhelming. It's a very, very small island. Like, it's, it's, I would say it's nothing except, like, yeah. a little... Building and some water and Probably. a deck. Yeah, it was like, can you imagine the fight? The cat fights at night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just too much, too much, too much to handle. <laughs> but we we saw a video and it's, I'll I'll put it up right here. But um, all the cats, <laughs> this it just looks crazy. Like, cause they if one jumps, they all jump together, <laughs> and then if one walks to the left. You're going to see a majority walk to the left. So it looks like a herd of cats just, like, who's even the leader, you know? Like, they're all, they all just seem very dumb. And Remember I, there's the, obviously nothing to do because there's nothing on the island, but. Yeah. Remember the one shot where it's like a, it's a, it's a far shot and it zooms in. Yeah. From like eye level of the cats mm -hmm. and their tails are just like all simultaneously yeah. going together. Yeah. Just, and uh, a lot of tourists have been actually going there to basically mm. feed the cats and then leave. <laughs> Like, that's, you know, that's their dream in life is to visit there, feed the damn cats. We're just going to provide cats with a sustenance yeah. and dip. <laughs> yep. What else do you need to do? I wonder what they eat, though, like, besides that. Like, if if, if nobody probably visits fish. for a while. Oh, dude, fish probably. 100%. 100% right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you said it was a fishing island, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then there was another one, a rabbit island. Rabbit island. That one is... In Japan. Yeah. That one must be a lot harder to run because... They primarily eat uh, veggies mm -hmm. and uh, just dry herb more. Well, I don't think the the rabbit island is. It's not that interesting. It's not that interesting because I mean we have a lot of rabbits in our area too. That's true. Like you'll see a lot yeah. of them, especially by the golf course and yeah. stuff. Golf course, canyons, grass areas. Mm -hmm. You're right. Yeah, but bunnies, man. Have you ever had a bunny? No. No. I had <laughs> I had one goldfish before I got my first cat. Yeah. I guess I shook the bag too much and killed that thing. <laughs> On the way home? I was like 10. I was like 12. I don't know. <laughs> just kill 
<laughs> you ever kill a goldfish? Yeah. Because you don't know. You're a kid. You're like, oh, I'm going to shake the bag. Yeah. You, you, like, and you, you go to the zoo and tap on the glass. That's true. That's true. Leave p- fingerprints everywhere and scratch marks. <laughs> Just ruining people's belongings. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. What pet ideally would you have if you... Let's let's discount dog and cat. Do you count fish as pet? I feel like you have, a, you have kind to be a of, sentimental well, person for you to count it. Yes, because you have to feed it, yeah. take care of it. Yeah. Unless you have like a fucking I mean, oyster. 100% I will have fish, you know, displayed properly, of course. Mm-hmm. I can just have like a little tiny one. <laughs> um, Conventional fishbowl. But if I were to have a pet, it's a very interesting question because I try to think about it a lot. And I guess it's hard to think about because the way my life runs is very on the go. So yeah. I do not want to have like um, like an excess amount of responsibility that is not a human. You know, because they can't take care, take care of themselves. I'm wondering, the are snakes, do, do they require a lot of upkeep? Sort of. So the main thing I noticed with people that own um, snakes is they do pay attention to the temperature a lot of their, like, the cage. Mm. Um, yeah, they have to. Yeah, upkeep. I guess their food is very specific. So you, you have to get, have mice, to and get mice and you have to prepare it for eating too. So it's not just like, oh, here you go. No. I thought it was like that. It kind of is, but... First of all, like, is the snake asleep? Where is it? Sometimes it hides in its little cave, and then it comes out, and you wake mm-hmm. it up, and then you you put it in. Sometimes the the mouse is still alive for, you know, a good fifteen minutes yeah. before anything happens. So they're not too quick about it. So mm. every animal's different, for sure. Yeah, but I did have a guinea pig from my a third guinea pig my third grade <laughs> class. I swear. So every week we would have oh, to it's sign called off. guinea pig, right? What guinea? Guinea? Yeah. It's oh like guinea. God, I thought it was a guinea pig. Yo, I just bought this new Lamborghini pig. <laughs> Lamborghini pig. Check out the V12 behind this bitch. You know what's funny? No one has ever corrected me. Well, maybe they think yeah. it's guinea too. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, dude. It's definitely guinea pig. Hey, bro, I'm going to rub this lamp so the guinea can come out, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? A, a guinea pig. Mm-hmm. And it was a third grade assignment, I guess, for the whole class. But every week, some one person had to take it over the weekend. And they would give you the supplies. That sounds like an awful idea. No, it was actually a good idea. I think it's a good idea because it kind of, like, if you had a shit parent, you're mm-hmm. not going to, you, most likely you're not going to have toys. You're not going to have a pet. You're not going to have yeah. a good life in general. Yeah. No one's going to really go out of the way to teach you responsibility or anything. Mm-hmm. So I think that does do a good job, you know. Of uh, making sure the connection between the teacher and the student is correct and good, healthy, and yeah, it teaches you responsibility on your own. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there's that one, one stupid getting class that would just kill it or yeah, something. Yeah, I think that happened actually. <laughs> of like, course. Oh, I, mean, I was like, oh, what happened, Rod? Where is it? Uh. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I fed it to it? my snake. Yeah, I fed it to my snake somehow, dude. A guinea pig. To a snake. You would get graded on that? No, you wouldn't get graded. It's just more like... Like, as a kid, it's mandatory. But you think you're going to get graded, but you don't. Okay. It's like one of those things. 
you know, you find out way later that that was BS. <laughs> Can't do that to me. Should just let this thing yeah. die. <laughs> I'm here to come to class, not gonna guinea pig and take it home. <laughs> let it die in class. <laughs> the horrendous smell, dude. Oh! <laughs> what is that? Mrs. E, what the hell? Mrs. E. Oh. But yeah, I don't, honestly, I would have to go cat for my pet. Yeah, because they're so chill. Mm -hmm. You can, especially if they're outdoor, you can just let them roam free, and then whenever they want to come in, they come in. Exactly. They're and they're responsible for themselves, so they they clean themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, they crap themselves. They <laughs> like everything is just the only bothering part is giving them a treat, or rubbing them, mm. or refilling their food. Like your cat Joe is. That's the most loving cat I've ever met. Yeah. It's insane. Like It's aggressively loving. Yeah, it's like, please love me. You know? Just crazy. And you could be like five minutes apart. And mm -hmm. he'll, like, he'll just come back. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow like, calm down, down bro. You know, that's not how affection works. It's literally headbutting you. Yeah. You can't just demand shit. Yeah. Hated that. But uh, he did scratch me yesterday. A piece of crap. I was playing around with him. For and the then, Instagram story? Yeah. You saw that? <laughs> yeah. He clawed me right here and he just held on. But then for the Instagram story, I couldn't really do anything. So I just left it. And then after the story, I started beating the crap. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I've gotten some gnarly Beating the cat. <laughs> on the neck, on the yeah. arm, leg, everywhere. That's too much. Yeah, I yelled at him yesterday. Like, no! And then I let him, I just pulled him off the couch. Mm -hmm. Get out of here. And he just does this thing where he goes, he just starts walking. Fucking like king. He's a true king. Yeah, he's a true king. He knows. Damn. But I'm the king, too. So, you know, we have our battles <laughs> at home. The guinea king. The guinea That's king. That's what you are. The Lamborghini <laughs> king. Oh, my God. Imagine the Lamborghini's logo was a guinea pig. <laughs> I can't imagine that. I could, and it's horrendous. You have a fucking guinea pig mascot? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Broventador. Broventador. <laughs> for all the bro for all the gym bros out there. For all the bros out there. Do you want to drive the 2022 Broventador? Dude, bro. That vent, I adore. That's clever. That's very clever. Very clever. Gotcha. <laughs> I get you. But yeah. Um so what's been happening around the world, man? Do you notice? What's been happening? So, we, uh, for some reason, I just feel like America's been looking really dumb lately. <laughs> well, for the past. For the past, uh, lately, past 25 years. 20 years. years. <laughs> yeah, 25 years. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand what's going on in, like, the, the, the pulling out method, you know. From Afghanistan. <laughs> the United States pulling out method yeah. from countries that we've tried to invade. A for sudden decision to realize, like, <laughs> okay, think of the sudden realization of, hey, we messed up 25 years ago, right? 20 years mm. ago. And let's pull out and mess up again. Oh, dude, keep describing this. Let me find this picture. Because this, uh, this chart really is actually pretty insane. Yeah. Um... So try to try to explain. But what's anyway, it was uh, from Kabul, right? Kabul yeah, people Kabul were fleeing. Things, so. um, basically, the U.S. pulled out of uh, the pulled the troops out of base from Afghanistan, Kabul, mm -hmm. 
and people were fleeing on large, uh, what, what are those planes called? I think B-52 bombers. B-52 bombers, yes. And they were just docking them with people, human beings. In that context, that, it does not look right. No, of course it doesn't. It doesn't, especially when people are hanging outside of the airplane. Have you seen the video where a couple of people fell off? Mm-mm. They hung on to, I think, the landing gear. Oh, my God. And this thing gets to a point where it hits maybe 5,000 feet up in the air, and you can just see, like, a couple of people falling to their deaths. Wow. Yeah. And to them, I don't know if it's... That's so tough, dude. Um, but the fa- I've, I had a curious question last night, and it was, what happened to mind your own business? Why... Why does everybody need to be involved in everything 24-7? Speaking from like a country to country Country to country, yeah. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that's a tough thing. We, we already know why we got into Afghanistan. It was based on bullshit lies and all that. But it's tough because the United States, they have a military base in 100 plus countries. Yeah, all over the so world. So we are involved absolutely everywhere. Mm-hmm. And... There's pro arguments for it. There's arguments against it, where it's like you have uh, you have groups such as Taliban, ISIS, or communist groups who, if you just leave the country to them, mm-hmm. they will gain power, and they will likely do something terrible with that power. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people, like the United States, sees itself as the white knight, you know, the savior of the world. Yeah, the moderator to, of both. It, but in all reality, when it, when it plays out, you know, after several years, you get to see that it was a mistake. Huge mistake. 20 years in Afghanistan yeah. for what? For what? For nothing. It was all lies. And then we ended up eating crap too. So like it's, there's death on both sides now. Mm-hmm. Um, innocent, non-innocent. It's, I'm not here to judge that. Yeah. I'm here to say that once upon a time, people were living fine. And now they're not. Mm-hmm. Right? There's beginning and ending. So everything in between, I don't care about. It's just... But why? Why? Pisses me off. I don't think it's a problem that we go into these countries. It's more of... First of all, you have to understand why we go into these countries. Second of all, you can't... Like, the United States cannot go into a foreign country and expect to force its values upon that country. It just doesn't work because they're different cultures. And in a sense, you're acting like a like an authoritarian. You're being a tyrannical force by forcing everybody to adopt democracy. What if they don't want democracy? What if it doesn't work out? There are a lot of moving pieces to this puzzle, so. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to accept, and it's also the country's right, so whoever runs it, if he wants it to be a democratic whatever, whatever, let it be. You know what? There's other countries around the world. Mm -hmm. There's going to be something to fit you, right? Yeah. Why don't we think along that term? Better yet, why don't we solve our own fucking problems Mm -hmm. first? That's another thing. That's my final statement is why don't we fix our own damn problem and make this the best country there ever is? Why don't we focus our energy on that? Mm-hmm. It's like starting an essay for school. Okay. Are we going to get stuck on the title for seven hours and then start writing about nothing? No, better yet, it's, it's starting an essay, writing the title of your essay, and then going to do other people's essays. <laughs> It's like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, what bro? are you doing? Yeah, you have your own essay to do. Stop helping your classmates. <laughs> it's a uh, very tough situation, but um, here's a here's the infographic I wanted to show. Yeah, what is it? 
So the Taliban are now the only terrorist group with the most advanced arsenal in modern history. Wow. Thanks for the supply of the United States. <laughs> they just dipped. Yep. And look at how much shit they left. 33 MI-17 helicopters. Oh my God. 33 UH-60 Blackhawks. Wow. 43 MD-530s, which are basically smaller helicopters. Mm -hmm. Fixed wing aircraft. Four C-130 transports. Um, 28 Cessna 208s. Let's see what wow. else. Hold up, I have another picture here. And the weaponry is stunning. 64,000 machine guns. Oh my God. 42,000 pickup trucks and SUVs. Wow. 22,000 Humvees. And then we have 8,000 trucks, uh, 162,000 radios, <laughs> 358,000 assault rifles. Dude. Okay. They so, have a full garage. More uh, than a garage, like, yeah. bro. <laughs> An industrial warehouse of stuff. <laughs> More than that, even with vehicles. There was a tweet I saw. I forgot who put it out, but it was basically, um, so we spent the past 20 years fighting the Taliban mm -hmm. to replace the Taliban with the Taliban. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, but you come to realize that what the United States is trained for is not trained for terrain like that. No. So as they were based, mm -hmm. shit got worse on the inside without the U.S. knowing. Mm -hmm. So as they populated more and more and more, they become stronger using their weapons against them. So now everyone is screwed. Yeah. On behalf of America. Like that was there, of course. So we're sick of losing people. Pull them out. And we, we saw something similar in history. The reason why we didn't win this war <clears throat> is because Taliban understand their terrain. Yeah. They, that's their home. Um, and if you take it back to... I think the 60s in the Vietnam War, we completely, we utterly failed that, um, mm -hmm. that project because we lost to the Viet Cong mm -hmm. because they understood the territory, thick jungle. Yeah. And th they were both extreme pieces of land, mm -hmm. like extreme, like in terms of weather yeah. um, and just like mineral base and just, yeah, surface. Crazy. It's very wild. It's very wild. And it, it didn't feel real for a second. You know, and in a sense, they did get their country back. Yeah. Now the question is, what are they going to do with it? Yeah. Because they're going to, of course, they're they're very extremist in their ideology. Yeah. So they're going to imp implement sh uh, Sharia law. Well, also, you can't forget the resources. As well. Yeah. Opium, lithium. So mm -hmm. think of batteries, you know. Yeah. Definitely a lot, a lot, a lot of benefit. You know, I don't know, but it's really something we just have to yeah. sit back and watch, see what exactly. happens. Exactly. I mean, I wish them luck. I like Afghanistan, to be honest, like mm -hmm. as a country. I hope they just stop fucking fighting, even though it's yeah. probably not going to happen. Yeah. But who is going to stop fighting? Everyone fights everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, we got plenty of examples. I don't even need to mention names. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, off politics. Sorry, we had to dive into that for a second to acknowledge it. And uh, yeah, we are. At least I feel bad for people of Afghanistan. Because yeah, we, we all I am a Palestinian man. Can't forget that. Yeah. You same know? struggle. Yeah, same struggle. People are suffering. Um, yeah, dude. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like a million bucks today. That's what I feel like. How I do feel, you feel very good. I have a game tonight. Yes. Um, I'd love to hear. 
It's a bit late, so I'll miss out on some sleep, but yeah. either way, good to play. Yeah, exactly. What, what do you like to do after practice? I've never asked you that. Because it's a very tough, like, your mind was in such a rough spot for a second. You were so heavily focused on a game. You're tired. You're out of breath. Mm-hmm. You sweat a lot. You're probably starving. It's late, too. Yeah. What do you usually like to do? Just literally chill. Chill? You, you have to recover. You just eat and chill. Because, dude, keep in mind, like, a game is 90 minutes, and you are pushing your body to just some of the most extreme... You're pushing it through extreme movements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost nonstop. You get one 15-minute break, you know, 45-minute half, 45-minute half. But other than that, you, you have nothing left after that. Yeah. You're just like, I want to sleep. Don't bother me. I don't want to talk That's to it. anybody. So your headspace is very chill. Very chill. Good. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. And very sore. Yeah. <laughs> but it comes with the territory. Dang. Is blisters a thing too? For me, no. no. Just because I've done it for so long. Yeah. Gotcha. Tougher skin, man. I mean, if somebody knew, did that, they would, they'd be fucking dying. Mm-hmm. It's like, I got so many blisters <laughs> on my feet, man. Oh, I don't know what to do. Dude, when is season six coming out? Peaky Blinders. God. I don't know, but that's, I think that's the greatest show to ever be made. Greatest show ever. The greatest show to study characters, too. Mm-hmm. The development of, like, from season one to season five and eventually season six. Crazy. I, I haven't even Crazy. seen all of the episodes sequentially. Oh, my God. Okay, you're going you're gonna to have to end up watching it with me then. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to have to end up watching the 2 a.m. podcast. Yes. Yes. You know where to find us, guys. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> And all major stream platforms. Indeed. Yep. Uh, we might be getting rid of our 2 a.m. clips channel and just merging it over with the 2 a.m. podcast. So, uh, yeah, in case you don't find it, just, it's going to be merged with yeah, that. Yeah, it just makes sense. You see other YouTube channels yeah. who are starting clips channels. I'm like, uh, yeah. do we yeah. really need this? Everyone else is doing it. Exactly. It's just more management. Yeah. When you can really have it in the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks again for joining in, guys. Uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode, number 108. This has been 107. Uh-huh. 109. I think this is 108. No way. I swear. That's how fast we're running through. Wow. We've been running really quick, guys. We'll catch you on number 109. See you next time. Peace.